0: While steps are not created equal, the physical activity paradox. While physical activity is generally beneficial for health and well-being when it is part of one's job, it often does not provide the same health benefits and can even be outright bad in some cases. Two quick reminders. 1. Don't forget to check out our WhatsApp channel where you can get regular updates, papers, and ideas. 2. An audio version of this article will show up shortly in your podcast player if it hasn't already. The physical activity paradox. Why aren't postal workers the healthiest people on earth? After all, the average mail carrier walks more than 10,000 steps a day, which is well above the amounts that we coax people to do for the known health benefits of walking more. But that is not the case. A growing number of studies show that, even after adjusting for demographics, income, wealth, and family history, people who are active at work are not healthier than their counterparts who exercise in their leisure time. Steelworkers, for example, are less healthy than gym bros, even if they lift the same amount and with the same frequency. Steps as a restaurant server or nurse do not have the same effect as steps around a park at lunch. The implications are manifold and troubling. For example, a 2021 European Heart Journal study showed that increased work-related physical activity is associated with a higher rate of cardiac events than baseline. A recent The Lancet report showed that high levels of occupational physical activity, far from being protective, are associated with a sharply higher incidence of dementia. It turns out that where and when you exercise matters at least as much as what you do. This has sometimes been called the physical activity paradox. While physical activity is generally beneficial for health and well being when it is part of one's job, It often does not provide the same health benefits and can even be outright bad in many cases. This paradox has significant implications for public health, occupational health and safety, and our understanding of physical activity's role in overall health. Why a step is not just a step across almost every kind of exercise, similar activities, stepping, lifting, and so on, are mostly good for you when done outside of work and mostly less good and even bad for you when done inside of work. It can seem honestly baffling. Why does your body care where and why you step? Or whether you are a driver lifting UPS packages or a gym bro lifting a barbell? Why does where you do a thing matter if it's all just exercise? Isn't a step just a step? A step is not just a step, it turns out. As the following figure from that 2021 paper in the European Heart Journal, on the health consequences of the physical activity paradox shows work and leisure related steps are very different in terms of their health effects. In the figure, MACE is short for major adverse cardiovascular events and physical activity at work is associated with more MACE, AMI, acute coronary syndrome or ischemic heart disease, stroke, and so on. These are big differences. Physical activity in your leisure time reduces the risk of MACE by 15% and deaths by 40%. But comparable increments in physical activity at work increases the risk of MACE by 35% and deaths by 27%. Again, these are statistically adjusted to allow comparability across age, income, wealth, health, and so on. We need to know why this is happening. Is it a subtle statistical artifact for which it's impossible to adjust, as argued in a recent European Heart Journal letter? Most researchers think that it is not, that the studies, while imperfect, are well done. So it is something else, but what underlies it? And what is the physical activity paradox telling us about the nature of human health? These are deep and tricky questions, as you might imagine. But the tentative answers go to the core of what we mean by health, how we should think about longevity, and what it means to live a healthier and more active life, physical activity and health benefits but let's be clear about one thing. The physical activity paradox is not evidence against physical activity. Regular physical activity is the best medicine we know, it is freely available, and it reduces the risk of chronic diseases like heart disease, diabetes, and obesity, improves mental health, and increases longevity. Yes, it is possible to overdo it, but as we have said many times here, that should not be most people's concern. Studies show that the majority of people in Western societies don't get enough physical activity, and even doubling it would have no negative health consequences. But physical activity outside the workplace has immense benefits. Why does the physical activity paradox exist? Researchers have suggested a number of explanations for this work-related activity paradox. Occupational physical activity. Unlike leisure time physical activity, Occupational physical activity often involves long hours of repetitive tasks, heavy lifting, or sustained awkward postures. This type of physical exertion is different in character and intensity from exercise undertaken for fitness or recreation. Nature of occupational tasks. The tasks in occupational physical activity often lack the variability and control that leisure time activities offer. They can be monotonous, And workers may have little autonomy over the pace and intensity of work. This can lead to physical strain and stress. Health risks associated with occupational activity. Studies have shown that long term engagement in high intensity occupational physical activity may increase the risk of musculoskeletal disorders, cardiovascular diseases, and fatigue. This is attributed to the prolonged and often forceful exertion required in many jobs. Stress and recovery. Occupational physical activity is often accompanied by job-related stress. Unlike leisure time physical activity, which can be relaxing and enjoyable, work-related physical activity may not provide adequate time for recovery and relaxation, leading to an accumulation of fatigue and stress. Socioeconomic factors. The paradox is also influenced by socioeconomic factors. Individuals engaged in high physical activity jobs often come from lower socioeconomic backgrounds, leading to a complex interplay of occupational demands, stress, and limited access to healthcare and healthy lifestyle choices. Not all of this can be accounted for in statistical adjustments. While we can't know for sure, it seems increasingly likely that all of these factors interact to change how physical activity, when done in the workplace, has very different efficacy when compared to when it is done in one's leisure time. Being forced to do things, especially repetitive and over long periods, often indoors, is very different from being able to be active when and where one pleases. The effects can be felt directly in repetitive stress injuries and indirectly in inflammation and psychological stress. The implication is the same, physical activity changes from being a highly effective drug to being more like a disease and thus a cause of poor health. Similarly, having a physically active job changes the effectiveness of exercise done outside work hours. Studies show that while leisure time physical activity had health benefits for people who had a sedentary job, it had much more modest benefits, and sometimes none at all, for those with high or very high levels of occupational activity. Implications of the paradox The paradox has many implications, both narrow and broader. Narrowly, it should change how we think about workplace health. Being active at work is not, with obvious exceptions, the same thing as being active. Sure, being a ski instructor is probably healthier in general than being an accountant, but working seasonally at minimum wage while reliant on tips from parents whose kids you've been teaching all day isn't healthier than being an accountant who skis or runs or whatever. The context matters. It should also change how we think about the people around us. Simply being outside all day is not enough if it is doing things, especially repetitive things, in a schedule you can't control. The gain from being physically active comes from what now know from exercising in a way over which we have control, often with friends and in a social context, and in doses and durations that avoid repetitive strain injuries or other overload of overuse injuries. But we should also think about this in broader terms. A colleague likes to talk about how inactivity infects health data, that it makes it much harder to parse exercise's effects clearly given the societal pervasiveness of inactivity. We just don't know as much as we could, population-wide, what would happen if people were more active. We live in an inactive society, one that infected the data and for which there is no to remove its effects. By stepping back and thinking this way, we can begin to see the broader outlines of something important. People talk a lot about superagers and blue zones, regions of the world where people live longer and healthier lives. And there are lessons to be learned from both groups, even if the data is more fraught than most people realize. But a broader lesson is that work and stress, like inactivity, have infected our lives, and it is hard to untangle its effects and see how we might respond to physical activity. One way to see it is to look at groups of people with a more balanced approach to physical activity and work, like some of the blue zone groups and super-agers. They tend to be more active, less work-obsessed, and have more rounded social lives, all of which we know are very important in health and longevity. They aren't as infected by modernity when it comes to health markers. Not everyone has this luxury, of course. It is easy to tell people to step back from work and work-related stress. But that is a luxury that most people can't afford, so we need to make do with second best solutions. And a second best solution is to recognize there, there is a physical activity paradox and that not all steps are created equal. People need to find room in their lives for non-work physical activity. Conclusion The physical activity paradox challenges traditional views on the relationship between physical activity and health it highlights the need for a nuanced approach to promoting physical activity, especially in the workplace, and in particular among people who think themselves active at work. By recognizing the unique risks associated with work-related physical activity, we can better safeguard workers' health while still getting the benefits of physical activity in the real world. Thanks for listening and give us a nice rating on the podcast service of your choice. We're told it helps. This podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine or other professional healthcare services including the giving of medical advice. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. Content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. And we will not respond to requests for medical advice.